0: Hey friends, welcome back to another episode here on the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. I want to talk to you guys about a important topic that I think a lot of women in today's society and culture really struggle with, that I think a lot of moms really struggle with. And that's this question of how do I know if I'm living the life and fulfilling the purpose that God has created me for? Are you overwhelmed by your never-ending to-do list? Are you tired of your schedule running you? Do you struggle to find balance or harmony between mom life and everything else that you have on your heart and on your plate? If you're here, you're likely a busy mama wearing multiple hats, the most important of which being child of God and mom simultaneously. You desire to live more intentionally, striving to be a good steward of all the gifts that God has given you, and you want more productively peaceful days. Welcome to the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, Jesus freak, mom blessed by adoption, wife, wonderluster, and your intentional living and biblical mindset coach. On this podcast, you will find abundant motherhood solutions that will set you free from the chaos, overwhelm that never-ending to-do list and help you create a schedule that actually works for you and your family my mission is to help busy mamas just like you establish faithful foundations live from purposeful priorities and master your motherhood mindset if you're here you're ready to say yes to intentional productive and peaceful days in jesus so, grab your cold brew and your planner, or strap those kiddos into the car seat, and let's jump into today's episode. So, yeah, like a huge question <laughs> that so many of us have. And first, I want to simplify this for you guys because I think we make it out to be this big, huge thing that we carry around all this pressure in our lives and allow it to affect the way that we're showing up when it's actually very, very simple what our purpose is in this life and how to live the life that God created us for is a very simple thing. And it comes down to these four things that I want to share with you guys first. And then I want to break it down a little bit more and give you guys this tool that you're going to be able to use to do some more exploration in your own lives. And so number one, our role, our purpose that God has created us for is to bring him glory. Like that's so incredibly simple. And you might be asking, okay, but how do I bring him glory? Go to your Bible. (laughs) There's a lot of answers in scripture about how to glorify God. Uh, a huge one is just praise and honor and living a life worthy of the gospel. It's going to him and, and seeking him regularly. That's number two, right? We're seeking him regularly for relationship and for guidance. That's going to his word. That's going to him in prayer. That's just soaking in his presence and being with him. That's what he created us for each and every one of us he knit together in our mother's womb we are fearfully and wonderfully made he sent his son to to die for us so that we could just be in relationship with him so before you get caught up in all the doing 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 what do i need to do what do i need to do yes faith and works works together but He wants us to be with him. Think about this Mary v. Martha concept. And Martha was doing and serving and she was trying to have this hospitality and be in the kitchen. And and the Lord says, Mary, who is sitting at his feet, is the one who chose well. Okay? Okay. There's nothing wrong with just sitting in his presence. And that is a way to glorify him because sitting in his presence is going to change us. It's going to change our hearts. It's going to change our minds. It's going to change the way we see the world and the the way we show up and the way we interact with others. And it's going to bring us closer to his will and his heart and mold us to be more like him and his character. And that's a way to bring him glory. And the third thing is we're all here to fulfill the great commission. Matthew 28 verse 19 says, go therefore and make disciples of all the nations. Okay. Go and make disciples. And this looks like many different things. And I think a lot of moms discount the little disciples that are living right in their homes, the disciples that are in their husbands and, and the friends of their kids and, the moms of their kids and just the the moms of their kids' friends. <laughs> Sorry, that was like a, wait a minute, their moms, wait, anyway, their moms' friends. Yeah, that too, you know, just the people that God has put closest to us are our circle of influence and by going to him and seeking him and allowing him to transform our hearts and our minds, we're able to then fulfill the great commission with the people that he's put most closely around us. And yes, there are those who are called to go to foreign countries and do all these different things to bring glory to God in fulfilling the great commission, but we can't all be doing that because then there's a huge area of people who are not being served, right? And so no matter what country you're in, no matter what family you have, if it's large or small, God has given each of us a circle of influence And that is our first responsibility to fulfill the great commission. So do not neglect that. The next part I want to talk about, number four, is fulfilling the motherhood commission or the parenting commission, as I like to call it. (laughs) And it comes from Deuteronomy 6, starting at verse 5. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. Number seven, you shall teach them diligently to your children. You shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise up, you shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be on the frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Okay, this passage, every time I read it, every time I still go back and read it, I am like, oh What a commission for parents. What a commission for mothers to teach them diligently to your children. And then it talks about how we are to do that. And it's this idea of living as an example, living out God's goodness and his word and his commandments as an example. And so that's the fourth thing, fulfilling this motherhood or parenting commission, which ties into number three, fulfilling the great commission and all of this goes back to our purpose that God created us for is to be in relationship with him and bring him glory. <sighs> Everybody take just this deep breath with me. Just this sigh. How simple is that? Right. To seek him, to be in relationship with him, to bring him glory and to be good stewards of these first things that he's given us, this first area of influence that he has put around us. That's the greatest thing that we can do to live a life that is fulfilling the purpose God created you for. But I know a lot of you are like, but I'm made for more. I know it. I can feel it. There's just a burning inside of me. There's this hunger. How do I show up? How do I, what am I supposed to do? How do I do this practically? I'm doing good stewarding those around me closest to me, which obviously we could all do better, right? We're never perfect until we meet him face to face. But for those of you who are like, I have this hunger and this desire to just do more for God. How do I do that? What's the most effective way that I can show up? And this is one of my favorite areas to work in because... It is one of the greatest transformations that I think God has given me in my life. I was just like this career woman working this job and getting promotions and it felt great and I loved it. But my greatest dream, 10 years, I like begged my husband for a child. (laughs) My greatest dream was to become a mom. And then I had that dream realized and I was lost in it so quickly, but for a very short period of time. Because only a few months in, I shut out the world and I said, God, what is this? Who am I? What have you created me for? This can't be it. This can't be it. Just sitting at home alone all day, every day, changing diapers, having next to no adult interaction, so on and so forth. So I got quiet in his word and I prayed and I journaled and I worked in my planner And it was almost a whole month of this and God revealed so much to me, so much about how he has equipped me with specific gifts, with strengths that don't come easy to other people. I wouldn't say talents for myself. I've thought of myself as an untalented person, but there are things that I can do very quickly or very well that others are like, I literally don't even know what you're doing here. How did you just do that? And it's like magic. Right? We all have these things. God showed me a lot of my past experiences and the things that He has walked with me to overcome. And I think so much of this plays a role. So much of of who God created us to be initially, but also all the things that He's allowed us to experience and walked us through are the things that we now have a roadmap. We now have extensive notes that we can turn around and hand to someone else that we can walk through someone else with. Or these experiences that have created these burning desires inside of us. They've made us extremely passionate about a specific demographic of people, about a specific Career field, about a specific journey or transformation or process or area of life. And for each and every one of us, that is where the uniqueness lives. Because I can be this Sasha that you guys know, sharing scripture, sharing encouragement, talking about God's word, talking about, you know, faithful foundations, purposeful priorities, mindset mastery, simple self care. I could have a hundred people who have my exact coaching program and coaching framework out there doing the same exact thing, but they've had different experiences. They have different strengths and gifts. They have different perceptions because of their past experiences. They have different personalities. God has equipped them differently. And they are still going to be effective for the harvest, for the kingdom, and fulfilling the purposes that God created them for because they're different than me. And so I've actually created this list of 50 purpose discovery questions for a client and I'm giving it away for free. So if you want this list, just click the link below in the show notes and you can go ahead and snag that. Spend some time journaling out each of those questions, pray and invite God into that space as you're going through and journaling them out. He might reveal things to you that are your gifts or different past experiences in a different light. He might show you things that you've overcome that you're like, you know, trying to downplay as though you didn't overcome that or it wasn't, it wasn't something that you played a role in or whatever else. We all have these things. And after you go through them and answer all the questions, I want you to give it a day or two and then go back with a highlighter or red pen or whatever you like to use and circle or highlight things that really stand out to you. Circle or highlight things that you're noticing as threads or themes coming up. Again, pray over them. Pray over your journaling questions. Ask God to reveal things in your answers to you. And through that closeness to him, through us already seeking him regularly, through us already having a heart that is in line with his will, a heart that is for bringing him glory and fulfilling the great commission and fulfilling the motherhood commission through prayer, he's able to reveal those threads and themes to you that are a really great indication of where you can go out and be the most effective in this work, in this simplification of bringing him glory, right? And if you want any further insight or clarity into your answers, please do not hesitate to book a one-on-one strategy call with me. I would love to look over your answers with you and, and sit with the Holy Spirit in that to help bring clarity to that space for you. You. And if it did, don't hesitate to share with a friend, scroll down and leave a review, or come visit us in the intentional Mom Like with Jesus community, where we can talk about these things in further detail. Also, I want to remind you, today is the last day to register for the Seek First Challenge. If you want to find clarity and consistency in God's Word, if you want to grow in spiritual disciplines, please join us. On February 14th, we're starting Seek First.